Two right now. Welcome back to Salvage Time. Welcome to our Premier League edition. This week we were so lucky to have three guests with us. Right now we have two sitting right next to me in the studio. I'm Ari Alonzo. I'm Gavin Colbert. We're excited to be back on Wednesdays. All right, let's introduce these guests. Who do we have here today? Sitting to my left, we have James Hornet. <laughs> who <laughs> <laughs> is one of the original uh, Manchester United supporters who enjoys talking in the third person as well <laughs> <laughs> I've had a, a season ticket for the past five years and um, I'm a diehard United supporter are we to assume that you're from Manchester England? yeah you have to yeah <laughs> alright and here to my right we have uh, I'm Julian uh, I don't even gonna say my last name it's too complicated <laughs> I'm a Chelsea fan, just soccer fan in general. I love soccer. I'm from Ecuador, so yeah. Also. Did you play soccer growing up? Yeah. Like, ev everyone plays soccer. If you don't play soccer, you're not. <laughs> and much love here for my fellow Chelsea fan. So uh, we want you guys to tell us about yourselves a little bit. How do you, how did you get into soccer? Like, What do you like about it? Who's your favorite club? Explain more. I know, James, you have a long story tradition with the, with the Reds, so... Want to explain? Well, I think in Manchester, if you don't if you don't follow football, or soccer, or uh, or play it, you are socially ousted. So it was sort of like a religion from growing up. So ever since I think I went went to my first game when I was like three, and it was like a United Chelsea game, and ever since then, the rest is history. They say. Um, I love United, and but I think we've been a bit worse for wear lately. Yeah, just a bit. We're gonna keep break down uh, some of the results from this weekend, but. Basically, we know, we know these guys because we, in addition to being nice people and talking to people, the thing that we connected on was soccer. I started talking to James. He said he was from Manchester. I said, oh, do you, do you like soccer? He said, yeah, I have season tickets to <laughs> Old Trafford. Is it Stratford End? Are you in the Stratford No, no okay, I close, wish, yeah. Close, close, <laughs> uh, but so just that, having that immediate bond helped a lot, and especially with Julian, too, being uh, Chelsea fans together. We, ha we, uh, we have some fun, especially this past weekend, <laughs> which was awesome. Okay, so we're going to break down the result. The big, big elephant in the room, Chelsea versus Manchester United. 2-2 on the weekend, Saturday morning, after uh, a fun night here on Dartmouth campus, a nice wholesome night. We <laughs> woke up at 7, trudged over to the radio show and, and, and watched some soccer. It was a 7.30 game, but totally worth the wake-up, I would say. Chelsea started out really, really well. Um, they seemed to be controlling the game with some nice sorry ball. But then, Man United come back. Martial with two goals. No, did he have one goal or two? Two. Two. Martial had two goals. Anthony Martial. Uh, making Jose Mourinho happy. He's in some hot water, so this was good. It looked like it was all going Man United's way, but Chelsea fought back at the end. They never give up. And in the 95th, 96th minute, 
It was some crazy deflections. I played the the clip in the beginning. We can try to listen to it. I don't know. We won't try to listen to it. It's a little too complicated. But um, there's Azpilicueta crosses it in. David Luis does a, a does a header and then flips around. Uh, it goes right off the bo- the post. Rudiger heads it off to here and Barkley slams it in. That I who and I went crazy on the couch. Yeah. Looked over at James. Yeah, a little pouty it. face. <laughs> <laughs> very different. That was it. Was a great last minute goal. Always great to have the last minute goals. It was. Amazing, and then there was a little scuff at the end. But um, I thought that was um, that was quite disrespectful by the Chelsea, the Chelsea assist. Is it what, what is he? Is he assistant manager? Yeah, he's some like, assistant manager. Stuff, yeah. Basically, some guy. I forget his name now. He celebrated right out in front of the Man United bench. Celebrated right in front of Jose Mourinho. Okay, the first time Jose Mourinho let it go, but on the way walk back, he celebrated fist up right in front of his face. He, he 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 pulled the whole like, Khabib, you know, the like, Khabib McGregor fight. He who went ahead. He, he said, "Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me." So he goes to try to fight, gets held back. But then at the end of the game, you see he holds up the three. Yeah. The three fingers. The three fingers. The classic three. Because he won three Premier League titles with Chelsea, saying, respect me. Respect me for what I did here at Stamford Bridge. And Gavin, do you think Chelsea fans should respect him more? I think so, yeah. It's always good to, to be classy and stuff in, in soccer. And soccer's all about class. Yeah, so I, I they shouldn't have started some of the lewd chants afterwards talking about, <laughs> about Mourinho. So um, <laughs> should have been more classier at the bridge. But yeah. overall, well-fought well game. I might have even celebrated in front of Jose Mourinho. <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> um, uh, so any, any more thoughts on the game? What do you think? Yeah, I thought, I thought we played really well in the second half. I think the first half, Chelsea definitely dominated. But I think we came into it after Jose's talk at halftime. And Martial especially was just fantastic that half. He was skipping around Chelsea players left, right and centre. And they just couldn't contain him. And he came up with two goals. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. Hold on. I, uh, I think... Uh, okay, this actually works better. Never mind. We had two balls with the mic. I broke it off. We're good now. Okay. All right. Yeah, death Going back to the Mor- Mourinho <laughs> fight, I think like he makes so, so much trouble every time he talks. Like, he, I, I think we're just looking for it from the founders. Yeah. So the def- the manager who likes to park the bus <laughs> likes to go on attack when it comes to uh, when it comes to uh, ethical issues and stuff like I that. I think it's a way of like diverting attention away from the players as well. Like that's true. That's true. He wants to take the heat, and I think he was glad to see that he took all the headlines after the game rather than the two-two. But honestly, it was it was a great matchup because sometimes these big games like we saw uh, a few weekends ago with Liverpool Man City they don't turn out well. But this one was filled with goals and that that late drama. I was chanting in the streets out here in Hanover the night before about Ross Barkley, saying, I love that man. I also also love N'Golo Conte. N'Golo Conte. But uh, I got to sing the song whenever you say his name. Um, but so Ross Barkley is looking, is looking very solid for Chelsea. Um, any, any players you're excited for at Man U? Any young players? I think Marcus Rashford is like the golden boy of Manchester at the moment. But he's, he's sort of hit some plateaus, hit some hard times. I think his development sort of stagnated under Mourinho. And I think when Mourinho leaves, as he inevitably will, um, Rashford will get back to his scoring ways. I think Mourinho is quite a stifling attacking coach at the moment. Um, what do you think? So what do you think about what do you think about Chelsea, Julian? Any any anything we can improve on? Anything we can do that we can uh, that we're we're set with? Uh, I think just Hazard is everything. Yeah, like he's like at his top form right now, and he's. He's everything the new team needs. So yeah, I just hope he does. Yeah. Best player in Europe? Hazard's the best player in the league. I think I think so. Yeah. Better than Pogba. Way better 
Playing Pogba right now. <laughs> he picked up a knock though in the game. He's he was kind of limping, so he hurt his back a little bit. So that's why he couldn't get full acceleration. He said, but other than that, it was it was very very solid. Um, so can you talk a little about your your national teams, guys? Any do you follow the English national team, James? Yeah, I'm a die honestly diehard supporter. Um, the World Cup was really good, actually. For I think for like it's coming home. home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you, there was a kind of like a a motto or a saying uh, following the World Cup where England said it's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming home. The World Cup because they won it back in nineteen Yeah, something like that. And so now they're trying to bring it home. Does it? Does the World Cup belong in in England? Yeah, that's it's the home of football. It it, it will return one day. Yeah, for all the historians out there, soccer was invented in England. So. Yeah. It wow. could be coming home. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah no, How about that game versus Spain? It was... Wait, which game? England versus Spain. They won 3-2. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't watch that. That I was a was the while UA back. The Nations League? Yeah. The yeah. Nations League. The Nations <laughs> League is amazing. Like We were hyping it up last, last uh, Absolutely. broadcast. Absolutely. Beautiful. For all Beautiful for the game. Was it all you listeners to stoppage time. Was it, was it a good game? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a good sure. game. Uh, they, had that, they had that winner at the end, I think. I think that was oh. the... No, no, that was it was Raheem Sterling. They scored three in the first right. half. Oh, Raheem, Raheem Sterling had Sterling two goals. Had he off. got over his... Yeah, he went yeah, off. Yeah. Yeah. What, what about the uh, World Cup for you guys? Did you guys watch it? Of course, yeah. yeah. It was sad that the U.S. wasn't in it, obviously. Yeah. Do you think it'll be in the next one? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think undoubtedly the U.S. is going to be in, in... Oh, I have my doubts. I have my doubts. Not Christian Pulisic, mm. firing on Silas, Tim Weah. We, I, we can't do that with just one player. It takes a team. Man. Tim Weah. <laughs> Uh, Matt, Matt it's too young. It's too, I think the team's too young. I think one more World Cup and we'll be there. But I think right now all of our talent is just too young. So you think yeah, true. I think so. I think I think with, it's actually with, coming home. Yeah, yeah. When it's here, <laughs> when it's here, it's coming home. That's all I gotta say. I was I was really pulling for Belgium this year actually. Belgium really? Yeah, I think they have a really really solid team. Really humble guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. all around. And they they went far. They, they did well. The yeah. So um, yeah, they really they really played with their hearts, and I think um. I respected them for that. Yeah, for what sure. Think, what do you think of Croatia? Croatia, <laughs> yeah, I think I think Croatia. You really surprised people. Of course, Croatia. I think they they showed what it, playing with your heart really meant. Um, yeah. I think I think the storyline too, just like a a team that really discounted, and they have their two stars, you know, with Rakitic and Modric. Yeah. Um, like leading them, and it's like the whole generation of people who had been like brought up in the civil war. Yeah. Um, I think it was like significant that they were put on the map. Of soccer for the first time um yeah bring it back to premier league though question for chelsea supporters over here uh-huh. <laughs> who do you think your striker of the future is do you think Giroud is enough right now or is Morata adequate fill-in for him so Giroud re- really links up play well throughout, throughout the entire game this weekend i was saying get Morata off the field because drew as i like to play with drew and the link up that they have is very strong Drew played really well in the World Cup. He didn't score many, any goals, I don't think. No goals. And he hasn't really scored that much for Chelsea, but he hasn't scored yet even. But um, he links up play really well, and he's a, he draws defenders away. He's a good presence up there to hold of the ball. The thing is, though, is that the World Cup, he played well, but the, the World Cup wasn't 40 games. Like The Premier League season is so long that you need to have goals. Goals are what makes you win, especially when sorry ball, the defending isn't as great. We let up goals a little bit more than, we used, than we're used to. So we need someone up top. Um, there's links to Mario Accardi, who played really well and, and scored a late goal in the, inter- in the Milan derby. He's always scoring late goals, but he doesn't want to necessarily want to go to Chelsea. So we have to find a striker. Now we're missing, like, Diego Costa was good up top. But I think Drew can, can play well, but we need, like, a, re- a real goal scoring. I mean, Chelsea's right. two, two points right now out of the top of the table. Yeah, it's, that's the, what's awesome. If, about they, that. if they lose Hazard to Real Madrid, though, 
can they still remain competitive? That's the question. Yeah, that's the question. What's really amazing though is that uh, how the the top of the table is so tight this year because in other years they've started to split, but now five teams are within two points at the top. You have Man City, Liverpool at 23 points, and then Chelsea, Arsenal, and Tottenham at, at 21. Of course, it's really really tight, and that, I think that's great for the league, honestly. Manchester United though, hanging in a solid 10th place right now, <laughs> just 14 points. Do you have anything to say about that? Do you think they should sack Mourinho? In my personal opinion, I think so. I Ooh. Think Ooh, wow, hot take. I, I, I you heard it here first. <laughs> I think he's had his time, and he's had over two seasons now to show what he's worth, and he hasn't he hasn't transformed us like he was meant to do. You don't you don't think the tallest lineup in English soccer is uh, working for you guys? No, tallest, but then we just get run around by Pep's uh, city yeah, that's team, true. so it doesn't matter. It's, it's solid. And Man U lost recently to, to Juve in the Champions League uh, yesterday, 1-0. It was f- cool to see Ronaldo back at Old Trafford, but uh, just they just they, I think yeah, Mourinho had a funny quote where he said um, the two m- midfield defenders in the middle I can't remember who played for which ones they are for Juve, um, but they they could go to they could teach classes or attend classes at Harvard University on uh, central defending because that's how good they are. Just kind wow. of a weird quote by Mourinho, but um, Juve really dominated that game. So. I just think Man U, they're too defensive. They need to be a little more uh, attacking with their with the football. I think, like Arsenal getting rid of Wenger, they just need to get get a re- rid of Mourinho. And he's just start anew. Just yeah, start fresh. I mean, James, I don't know if you watched the end of like the Mourinho press conference, but he said the reason why United doesn't play well in the Champions League is because they don't have enough funds and not enough investment. Do you think that's an accurate statement? No, I don't think so at all. I mean, the funds are there, but I, I, I see where he's, what he's talking about. The Glazers have sort of stifled investment in the club in the past few, past few seasons, especially last season. We needed a central defender and we didn't get one. Jose wanted Alderweireld, but they weren't willing to bid for him, and I think that's that's shown. In okay. Our place. <laughs> what was that? Valencia is uh, <laughs> Valencia. <laughs> Valencia is uh, Ecuadorian pride and joy, uh, who Julian really loves him. Um, all right, we're going to hit our guests with some rapid-fire questions right we now. We are. We are. This is a new game that we've devised on stoppage time. Yeah. All right, this game, we have, we get, we have the, the we, two. Wait, wait, we put our best creative minds on this. Like This, this game on stoppage time, this is going to be – this is revolutionary. All right, right now it is Chelsea versus Manchester United. Okay. I have ten players for you. You will have to guess what national team they play for, all Premier right. League players. All right, we got this. I will let you both guess and let you know who has the right answer. One point for one correct answer. You okay. ready? All right, start off easy. Sergio Aguero. Is that for all of us? Or just for us? It's, for, it's, it's for both of you get to guess, and then I'll say the right answer. Argentina. Argentina. Correct. So one Wait, we should do it, let's do it one by one. So, now, so yeah, now yeah. we'll go. He got that one. So. What do you mean? So he got the Argentina one. Or else, because then we say it like both at the same time. Uh, no, it's fine. You both okay. get one point. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Okay, I bet. Okay. Ayose Perez. Place for Newcastle. Oh. Yes. Ayose Perez. Argentina. We have Argentina for Manchester United. Chelsea. Chelsea are locking in. Nah, I have no idea. We'll get. Ayose we'll, mm, Perez. No, we skip. Spain. Ah. Uh, okay. Ashley Barnes. Burnley. England. Uh, we're going to go England also. <laughs> he plays for the Austrian national team. Uh, His grandmother was Austrian. Gosh. Okay, okay. M- Musa Dembele. Which one? 
like Musa Dembe- not Usman. Yeah. Oh, the one who plays. Uh, plays yeah. Okay. Uh, correct, correct. Nice. 2 2. Johnny Evans, Everton. Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> saw his confidence over here. I yes. saw that. Our creative minds might need to devise to change the game a little bit. But three, three. Good, good All right, up, Chelsea's yeah. going first on this okay, one. Okay, Chelsea's going first. Mohamed El Yanusi. Southampton. Uh, what? Uh, Saudi Arabia. Norway. Correct. What? Ooh. Ooh, snipe. Okay. My, my man knows. Okay. okay, okay. Respect. All right, I'm gonna butcher this name. He plays for Leicester. Kalechi Iannaccio. I got this one. Nigeria. Nigeria. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. With that wavy kit. Wow. Yeah, okay. Was it five four right now? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, man, you in the lead. Laurent Koscielny. France. France. Okay. Vive la France. Six five. Sacré bleu. <laughs> All right. It's looking good for Man U right now. Dejan Lovren. Croatia. Croatia. Okay, 7-6. Last one. Oh. Nemanja Matic. Serbia. Serbia. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Man U wins no, that one. Oh, boo. Yeah. Uh, what was that, 8-7? Yeah. yeah. We have to make this harder next time. Yeah, we have to But good it job. Hey. Fist bump. Claps all around. Claps all around. Claps all good around. Claps all around. All right, our our all guests right. have to go. Julian, are you going to stick around? Thank you for joining us okay, at Southwest Champ today. Thank you for joining Anything us, Anything you want to say to the listeners? Yeah. Final words? Final words about the beautiful game? We're going to win the league. Oh. I, I I think he was speaking about the trivia game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what yeah. I think. <laughs> the, the trivia game league. That's what he was talking about. All right. We're going to we're gonna throw it out to some to some music right now to, to change it up a bit. Uh, you got some? I got some. I go, I'll get the music. This is from... Uh, a favorite. So this is some British rap right now. What if they throw you some British rap? Vibar. Let's hope it's clean. I haven't checked. <laughs> I'm skits, girl. I'm not saying. On a dark night, I go bang. Girl ain't tame, like EA Sports, I got game, no nose games, leave that, come my drum, I'll beat that, my love's like drugs, you relapse, now let's sink in that beanbag. shout free max when I feel wave, scratch my back like you're a DJ, bring your friend, we can have a free weight, if your hips don't lag, go call me PK, if I move too fast, slow it down, slow it down, slow it down, yeah. Moscow flows on the coldest style, big lactose, so you know my style, hey, she went round with the camera, Told her smile for the camera. I went blow with the camera. And she got wows with the glamour. Yeah, you and your free friends. Come link with us for the weekend. Them man pre us, we don't pre them. My ones finesse it in Sweden. Sweden, 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 Sweden. Us man are down in the DM. Down in the, down in the DMs. My ones finesse it in Sweden. Sweden, Sweden, Sweden. All right, we are back on stoppage time. I'm Gavin Colbert. I'm Ari London. Now we're going to break down some results from the weekend. Exciting, exciting, exciting weekend we had. Uh, let me just get this set up right here. So we're going to fly. Uh, well, yeah, we're going to fly take a, little a, little, trip. Take a little trip a little to mi- Espana. A little mileage plus. A little, little mileage. Can we, get a, can, we get a, can we get a little vamos together? Vamos. 
Vamo, 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 vamo. Okay, okay. Spanish heritage there. Okay, so we're in Spain right now. Barcelona versus Sevilla on the weekend. Barcelona was scoring goals. They had lots of goals. I believe it was 4 2 the score. But big, big result from that was that Messi broke his arm. He's going to miss the first Clasico since 2007. The it's first f- time he's missing the Clasico since 2007. And it's the first, I'm pretty sure it's the first Clasico and since. The first one Ronaldo's missing too. Ronaldo and Messi are going to be. Wow. Not in the in the classical, which is kind of sad. It's gonna feel like it's missing feel empty. personalities, empty. yeah. But it's a it's a chance for for other stars to shine, like Gareth Bale, um, Coutinho, mm-hmm. Asens- uh, Isco maybe. No, Isco Cylinder, I think. But yeah, step up to the plate. And and Benzema actually scored in the Champions League too. He scored in yeah. like many years. They um, we gotta talk about Champions League today too. Yeah, we'll point. talk about Champions. We'll definitely break that That's down. That's coming up next. Big highlight though is that Ter Stegen had two great double saves. I think he's one of the best goalkeepers in Europe right now. He's playing like it. It's weird that he doesn't start for for Germany. I mean, Manuel Neuer has been the German goalkeeper for a while. You got you got to appreciate the continuity, Manuel Neuer. Yeah, brings. but I think Ter Stegen could play better, possibly. Better. Yeah, could play better. He's yeah, play, I mean, he's it, Germany Barcelona. is on the down right now. They got to figure something out. Yeah, switch it up exactly. And can you tell us about the? We're hitting the, hitting the theater in Barcelona. We are hitting What's the going theater. On with that? Barcelona, Barcelona put out a movie trailer actually. Ooh, I saw it the other day. I don't know if you got to see it. No, I haven't seen it's it. Yet. A, it's a it's a big time movie coming out, I believe. Um, I just I it's like very much preliminary. It's in the making. Um, and it's like a it's a discussion about Pep with Pep and former team players about Messi's rise and that year that they had the incredible team. I forget exactly which year it was, but I remember. Th- it was one of the best teams in history, mm-hmm. and I saw that they're actually making a movie about it. So that's pretty, pretty exciting news. Definitely. All right. So now, from this week, Tuesday and Wednesday was the Champions League. Champions League was back. So in honor of that, we're gonna throw a little, throw this on. Give me a sec. Oh, yeah, do you hear that sound? What is that beautiful music? Where's it coming from? <laughs> so, this week we had the Champions League back. This is the Champions League song. Beautiful. It's the always Champions amazing. League is back. It's always amazing when they play we in the here. stadium. Gives me goosebumps every time. Um, so, this week we had some big, big, big time matchups. Um, Man U versus Juve. It was Ronaldo's homecoming to Old Trafford. 1 0 Juve. Uh, it was a pretty solid game. Dybala scored nothing too special, but we also had um, wins from Man City, from Roma. So it was all around good for good for the big teams. And the big-time result of the day. Big-time result of the day. Tottenham, 2-2 against PSV Eindhoven. We actually had, we're lucky enough to have a Tottenham fan coming on the show yeah, in the next 15 so minutes. We'll break that down. We'll break that down. I think Tottenham's out, right? They're out of the Champions League now possible yeah i think i'm pretty sure they're, they're gonna get go to the yeah looks league. like it looks like it yeah they're going to europe league because they didn't make the group so that's tough for tottenham they're going to join the likes of arsenal and chelsea trying to ball up europa league. yeah because yeah. yeah. if you if you win the europa league you get automatic berth in next year's champions league no matter your finish in the, in the in the league and the because prem, in the premier league because the premier league is tight at the top so it's going to be tough to secure those top four champions league spots it's big 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 game big game today was uh psg and napoli yeah two 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 of the biggest Clubs really. Angel Di Maria had an amazing curling goal from the from the right side of the box, left footed into the corner of the net to tie it in the 92nd minute. So that was a great draw for them. Incredible game. Incredible game. Two two. Also, big result. Borussia Dortmund is staying on fire. 
They're absolutely no one can stop. Light up the right Bundesliga now. and the Champions League four zero against Atleti, Atletico Madrid today. Jaden Sancho, who is eighteen years old, born in two thousand, scored. That's kind of makes me feel bad about myself a little bit. <laughs> that, yeah, wow. That this eighteen year old born in two thousand scored in the Champions League, but um, Mbappe all, question mark Mbappe. Uh, so Jane Santos is doing really well. He's he's an England international, uh, so he, that's looking good for them. Atletico Madrid hit the post twice. It was a save off the post and then another. Saul almost had a great curling effort to the top left corner. Today was Thierry Henry's debut as a manager, actually. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Monaco tied Club Rouge 1-1. Club Rouge 1-1. So, so nothing major happening, but it's nice to see Thierry Henry back in the game. Yeah, I'm going to go back, and I'm going to hop on the, the Bruce Dorman bandwagon here Ooh. because – they're they're looking they're looking Are very you? strong. They could I th- I'm predicting they're going to be really really tight at the, uh, in the Bundesliga with Bayern Munich. They might they might win. Um, and honestly, with the likes of Christian Pulisic, he almost scored today. It's looking good for the American national team. Um, so so solid all around for them. Um, and then Barcelona beat Inter Milan 2-0 with some some great goals all around. So so class in the Champions League, pure class. And just a little stat here. Uh, Jaden Sancho is the youngest goal scorer in the Champions League this season, um, so that's really great for him. What do you think about um, what do you think about who who do you think is going to win the league this year, the Champions League this year, Julian? Um, I at the beginning I wanted uh, an English team to win, but now I don't think that's going to be possible. Maybe well, Madrid is always a candidate, but probably uh, yeah, Juve or Borussia Dortmund. Yeah, yeah. You have a look really good. Ronaldo is amazing. He's an amazing um, addition. And we have a new guest in the studio. We have a new guest in the studio. We have a Tottenham fan. Ooh. Introduce yourself, please. Yeah, hey, my name's Callum. Uh, I am actually from London. I'm a Spurs fan. Uh, maybe, unfortunately, today. But uh, <laughs> normally, I enjoy myself. Uh, and I'm happy to be here. Yeah, thanks. So tell us a little bit about how you got into soccer. When did when the the passion start? Yeah, and how did you choose uh, Tottenham out of the the North London teams? Yeah, so my uncle, first of all, my uncle was a supporter for Spurs, uh, and he used to go to a bunch of games back in the nineties. So oh, when wow. I was young, he gave me a bunch of his old memorabilia and gear, and said, you know, this is the team. I'm passing <laughs> it down to you, basically. Uh, and ever since then, I was a supporter when I moved to London originally, and moved to North London, which is where Spurs are, right? Um, it was basically uh, the beginning of my love relationship with football. Uh, Spurs at the time were fantastic. They had Bale, who was just breaking out onto the team. We had a really nice who? young team, Gareth Bale. Oh, never heard of him. Wonder who he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and from there, you know, I've been following Spurs particularly and football generally ever since very closely. Let's break down this accent real quick. What is this accent that you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're boasting right now? Um, my mom is Scottish. My dad is American. So I've lived in both the UK and the US. I have a really strange mix, um, <laughs> which I admit between US and UK. And that's kind of where I am right about now. So I, I have a lot of friends who are who are kind of on the other side of the North London Derby. They're Arsenal fans. What do you think about Arsenal? Any thoughts? Do you, do you hate them like like it's portrayed in the media that they that they hate the uh, two sides hate each other? I don't know. I used to hate them, but at the moment, you know, uh, I I feel 
bad for them more than anything. Ooh. Really. That's a hot take. Ooh. I mean, have you, yeah, no, no. They've been playing well. To be fair to them, they've been playing very, very well. They're above Ten Spurs straight. right now. But in terms, look, I play center back, left back. I love Spurs' defense. All I see in Arsenal's defense is defensive an, an offense. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I see defensive liability waiting to happen. I mean, they're not bad players. They're just not good. Like, they're they're not capable of, at defending as a unit. Um, so you know, for them, that's easily their biggest weakness. And I do like. I don't think you can win a league without a proper defense. So I think. Uh, they're playing well right now, for sure. Credit to their attack, which is fantastic. Yeah, Unai Emery is the new coach for Arsenal. who came in, and they're really playing amazing football. Kind of that, that vintage Arsenal and that, that classy classy football. Mesut Ozil scored a, a beautiful goal. Like That was the end of a full full build-up all, all the way up the pitch. Yeah. That was beautiful for Arsenal. And uh, there was a video of him that went viral where he was watching the goal over and over uh, <laughs> on like Instagram, the Instagram highlight videos. It's funny to see that like the stars also watch those. Kind of reminds me of Deli Alley with his goal. Yeah, he, he was just watching that over and over again. Over and over. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on on Tottenham's development of the new stadium and and maybe keeping or losing Harry Kane? Look, um, I think as far as we stay consistently top four and competing for cup at, at the very least, mind you, competing for cups or the league, that he will stay. Uh, he's raised in Tottenham. He's from the club, he loves the club, and there's no real definite sign that he'll leave, at least in the short term. As far as the stadium and our season has gone... Did you did you go to games away, Hard Lane? Yeah. So I would go to North London Derby both sides every year. Oh, wow. Um, and then my father is an Arsenal fan, unfortunately. Whoa! Whoa. Um, Heated in the family. That wow. Was, that was nice, though, because I got to see them lose. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Must have been some fun dinner table uh, conversation. Take take us through the Tottenham season right now. So it's a tumultuous tumultuous year. Summer make no signings. This year some injuries, but they're still competitive. They're yeah, still, still, competitive. still they're hanging around. Two two points out of the league lead. They're they've won four games in a row. Only separated by goal differential right now. Um, where do you kind of see them heading? Yeah, so it's it's uh, it's difficult because this is simultaneously, I think, the best start and the worst start I've seen <laughs> to a Spurs league campaign in recent times in the sense that we've gotten off the blocks quickly, we have a good amount of points, and we, you, his, well, under Pochettino anyways, we're historically slow off the block. Um, but that said we have been playing like a pretty poor version of football relative to how we were playing one or two seasons ago and we have not really hit our stride uh and it's it, it's a bit frustrating to watch to be honest um look as far as potrotino is concerned uh, i give that man all credit for actually us being as high as we are right now uh no summer signings from Levy, look, I understand there's a new stadium, but uh, he said, or at least the club has said beforehand, that everything was paid for. So I think, you know, it's actually a bit of a missed opportunity to not be investing in the squad at a point where the starting 11 is very, very strong. We should get you on match day with this analysis. This is some great in-depth analysis. Um, what would be like an adequate finish for you this season as a fan? What would you be happy with? 
Uh, given that we made no signings. Maybe some January signings, possibly. Possibly, uh, but still that's too late. I wouldn't think that with January signings under Pochettino anyways that have too much of an impact, unfortunately. So I'm going to have to say top four. Uh, I'm not that optimistic about us winning anything this year, purely because we have no depth. Daniel Levy, I'm looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Daniel Levy, if you're tuning in, you got to make th- things happen right now. You've been called out. Yeah, you have. <laughs> Spend money, please. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to the stadium, though. Uh, it looks fantastic. Uh, I think it's going to be, or it is said that it is opening before the new year, uh, which would be fantastic. It's a bit of a letdown that it hasn't been opened already. But, you know, with projects such as these, you have to be patient and make sure everything's done correctly. Yeah, I've heard the first game of the new stadium might be against Chelsea, which would be a great fixture. Definitely to play. All right. Do you have a, a favorite chant, favorite Tottenham chant from your experience in, in the stadiums as well? Favorite Tottenham chant? And can you demonstrate for us? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure I can demonstrate my actual favorite one for you because of the controversy surrounding it. Oh, okay. Can we get a, can we get a, a second favorite then? Yeah, second favorite is uh, the old, oh, and the Spurs come marching okay. in. Oh, and the Spurs go marching in. <laughs> I want to be... Yeah, you know the rest of it. Beautiful, um, of course, of course. Should we, should we give a little Chelsea chant? <laughs> I th- <laughs> All right, we'll do it. Uh, one of my favorites, it's been repurposed from Antonio into Maurizio this year. But it's Maurizio, Maurizio, Maurizio. That one. I like Angola, the Angola Conte one is sick. But ole, 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 ole. Chelsea, Chelsea. That's one of my favorites. You gotta have the British accent, a little inflection there. That helps too. Yeah, I heard that. Um, it's a cop out. It's a little cop. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. So you're building a new stadium for Tottenham. You want to imagine that you're gonna have more than just league games in there. Yeah. How is that gonna happen after their Champions League d- disaster today? You want to take us through that? Red card for Lloris, 82nd minute. Other team scores. PSV Eindhoven scores, ties the game, 2-2. Right now, Tottenham's trash. No, no, not last in the group. Second on goal difference. Second to last on goal difference in the group. One point in three games played. They have Barcelona, Inter Milan ahead of them. Is there, what do you say to that? Well, I'm used to Thursday nights already. So. <laughs> for, for, uh, for everyone out there, Thursday nights is when the Europa League uh, happens. Tuesday, Wednesday are usually the Champions League, so... <laughs> so kind of the uh, the losers bracket of European competition, but hey, there can be winners. We yeah. were winners of the losers. Uh, look, <laughs> I can't say I expected anything else going into the season, given that we made no signings. We got placed in a group with Barcelona and Milan, and Milan this year have bought essentially everybody they needed to to be a very very good team, and they Definitely. have now. Nine goal on. Don't sleep on the Serie A. Yeah, like they're they, a really, really good they, league this year. Milan have actually like they've probably coming. They're coming close to their uh, peak in the mid to late two thousands. They look very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, obviously, it's disappointing. Um, today's result really hurt because yeah, I felt like to an extent it wasn't warranted. We scored three. We conceded to uh, one goal was disallowed, and then obviously Lloris had to go and get red carded, um, which, you know, it, it's Lloris. I can't, you know. Do you like Hugo Lloris as a goalkeeper? Um, 
look, I think overall he's a good keeper. His recent form has been poor. Uh, ever since he got into that uh, dr drunk driving issue, I, I feel like he his performance has actually been affected on the Yeah, pitch. maybe his mental state um, isn't And, you know, that's nothing but his own fault. Uh, so he has to get through it. But I still think he's a quality keeper. Uh, that said, you know, if you he made some great saves, some clutch saves in the World Cup. Yeah, look, but if you continue putting on performances like he did today for your club team, you're eventually going to get dropped. It's it's an inevitability. Yeah, that's true. All right, I think we have a game for you. Oh yeah, if you want to grab that mic. Yes. Yeah, the broken mic, but it works. It works. Okay. All right. This is how the game works. I have ten names for you. You have to guess the national team they play for. We just had a Manchester United fan in here. Got 8 out of 10. Ooh, that's quite See good. See if you can beat that. All right. They, the Chelsea fans together, got 7 out of 10. Not saying they didn't listen to the Man U guy a little bit, but James is a little salty about that. All right. You ready, Calm? Uh, as ready as I'll be. All right. Sergio Aguero. Argentina. Correct. Ayose Perez. Newcastle. Ayose Perez. Ah. Uh, I want to say Mexico. Spain. Spain. Ooh. Musa Dembele. Which Musa Dembele? Tottenham. Spurs Musa Dembele. Ah, uh, Belgium. Of course. Johnny Evans. Everton. England. No, no, actually, Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland. There you go. Ashley Barnes. Burnley. Ah, uh, I'd guess Wales. Austria. Austria. His grandmother is Austrian. Wow. Yeah. Too wrong. Mohamed El Yanoussi, Southampton, Norway. Oh my lord! <laughs> Kelechi. That was appalling. <laughs> Kelechi Iheanacho. Uh, he plays Nigeria. Yes. He? Yeah. Laurent Koscielny. He's Belgium as well. No fucking. <laughs> France. 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 Yes. I was thinking of company. <laughs> <laughs> I heard, I heard <laughs> Koscielny and I thought company. <laughs> Smoking like a true Arsenal hater. <laughs> Dejan Lovren. Oh, Croatia. And the Nemanja Matic. Nemanja Matic. Um, Serbia? Serbia, correct. There we are. That's a hand. That's a hand. That's 7 out of 10. Nice. On par with Chelsea. Yes. Where'd you take? There, there was an attempt. Which is true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, impeccable. Yeah. 7 out of 10. That's a great job. Not bad. That Just like uh, how on the table. Chelsea's even with Tottenham. <laughs> it's fine. It's all good. Yeah. All right, we're gonna play some play play some more FIFA songs right now. We have "Down by the River" by Milky Chance. Down by the river, I was drawn by your grace into depths of oblivion and to the lover's place. I was stuck in the puddle full of tears and unwise, stuck doing snow and all that we fade unlike and you know hey when we walked down along i feel like we can throw away the forces of a past and i know too it's been the hardest days for you let's throw them out the window that's what those lovers do
Welcome back to Stoppage Time. I'm Murray Alonda. And I'm Gavin Colbert. And now we get to talk about international soccer. International soccer. Women's national team. Yes. Okay. So we had some big news last week from the women's national team. They qualified for the Women's World Cup in France. FIFA 19. Let's go. (laughs) Big ups to the U.S. Women's national team. They dominated their opponents in the CONCACAF Did not let up a single goal. I think there it was like 23-0. to zero. That Clean was sheets all around. Clean sheets all around. Uh, the goalie's playing well. Beating Canada, a rival, just the icing on the cake. Yeah, in the championship. Absolute phenomenal job. I don't know if you saw the first goal. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful 20-yard curler from outside the box. Beautiful. Uh, so the U.S. Women's National Team, it's really great because it's a way to like, unite the country. There's going to be some great soccer on this summer. Um, and it's always exciting to see the U.S. colors out there. I'm ready. I'm ready to have some. Uh, I believe chance. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. USA, USA, USA. <laughs> this is the time. This is the time to be a USA supporter, Gavin. Definitely. I gotta tell you. Always amazing. And the team is looking very, very strong this year. I'm gonna break down some players right now. We're playing really well. I always. I mean, we have to start up top with the striker, Alex Morgan, who always scores goals. She's been, uh, she's been always consistent for the U.S. Women's National Team. Really great from her. Amazing player. We have Crystal Dunn also, who's one of the most flexible players out there. She didn't make the roster for the 2015 World Cup in Canada. So it was really sad. She was one of the last few cuts. But now she's out here, and she's playing really well. She's playing, I think, uh, as a defender right now, but she can run up the wing as a wing back. Lindsay Horan holds up the, the middle of the field so well. She used to play for PSG, so she has that experience, and she plays for Portland Thorns right now. She always sprays in the ball really well uh, out mm. to the wings, and she holds up the ball well in the middle. Carly Lloyd, of course, amazing star for the U.S. Women's National Team forward. She had a great game against Japan and Canada when she had, what, she scored four hat trick, like four, something like that. I can't remember. Had that beautiful goal over the goalkeeper from just over half. Absolutely amazing. And in the middle, Morgan Bryan as well. Is going to be a f- good midfielder. She plays the Chicago Red Stars. At her high school, she was the Gatorade Player of the Year, so she's always great. 
Um, and up and coming, up and coming, Mallory Pugh, always fun to watch. She's really good attacking threat. Of course, of course. And Megan Rapino out on the Megan Rapino out on the left wing. She's got some flair too. Brings that veteran talent. Exactly. That leadership that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Rapino and Morgan together, iconic. 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 And talk about leadership. You have Becky Sauerbrunn in defense, always so strong back there, never letting anything through. Kelly O'Hara as well, uh, left Kristen back. Kristen Press. Kristen right. Press. She, another one. <laughs> another one. Uh, she's, so good. She plays so well. She also has such a good mindset when she plays soccer. I used to read her mm-hmm. her blogs about mindfulness and staying positive out on the field with right, soccer. Right. So if you ever want to tune into that, into that, you can just search her up and read her blog. Really interesting. Um, and just honestly, all around, some young players. But honestly, my favorite player on the field, always amazing it. to watch, Let's hear it. Tobin Heath. Wow. She's got that cool like snowboarder, surfer, surfer vibe. Um, she, her, she's got some techers, man. Like she can, she can, she has some juke, some skills. Incredible. She always finds a way to get in the box and cross it. Uh, and she's 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 a force out on the field. Um, absolutely amazing. An absolute menace. Exactly. Um, and we have some strong goalkeeping from Alyssa Nair and Ashlyn Harris. Both Alyssa Nair recently got uh, some more caps, but um, they're both playing really, really well. So that, that's good from everyone. So honestly, what, shout ha- what out happened to Hope Solo? Do we know? Uh yeah, I hope so. Did she did she did her legal issues catch up with her? Is yeah, I think so. on the team? yeah, yeah. And so U.S. is Hate soccer to is trying it. to have like a better image. It. They don't accept that kind of stuff. And Hate to see it. Yeah, so unfortunately for her, she goes down as. Seems one, to be like the only American goalkeeper. sport where they actually care about that, isn't it? Yeah. So honestly, wow. respect to U.S. soccer. Respect Federation, U.S. soccer. Their ethics, and this team is looking really strong. Let's see what the, we're going to see what the final World Cup roster is. But I, I'm, un, like, insanely excited. I'm insane. Can- Canada was by far the hardest opponent we had. Yeah, we, we, only, we, we only let them. Zero. We only let them take one shot on target. So, so we're looking very strong. We're looking very strong. And hold on, we got to shout out Jamaica from the Concord. Shout out Jamaica. Shout out Jamaica from the top of Robo Hall. We see you, Jamaica. We see you, Jamaica, out here. Jamaica, the first Caribbean team, first female Caribbean team to qualify for the World Cup ever in history. Amazing from them. And you love to hear these kind of stories, Jamaican bobsleigh. Right? <laughs> cool runnings. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Come on, Jamaica. It's football time. <laughs> so great stuff from them. Uh, let's see here. And some more stuff about the... Uh, and, and, and. Oh, yeah? The men's Jamaican team qualified in 1998. So, yeah. So listen to in this. France. So the men's qualified for the first time ever for World Cup in 1998 in France. And the women, women qualified for the first time, time 2019. In France. Going to France. Coincidence? I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I think there's Common something Common denominator that, is France. Is France. France... Beautiful soccer country. It's going to be amazing uh, locations and stadiums all around. How did Jamaican men do? Do we know? When they played in 1998? Uh, we'll fact check. Oh, I think, I'm think i pretty sure they had uh, a big upset against France. We're going to get our, uh, our, our statisticians, statisticians, statisticians? statisticians on that uh, right now. But The bobsled team was also 1998. What? Wow. Wow. Um, so honestly, amazing for them. And so big deal is that there's going to be grass fields. There's going to be beautiful stadiums in, in France. And that's really what the women have been pushing for. So uh, it's going to be a soccer fever. Hopefully, it's going to definitely be in France, but hopefully in the U.S. too. So super, super excited for that. Honestly, great stuff from the U.S. soccer team. Correction, and it's 1988 19- on the bobsled team. Okay, 1988. Okay, that's fine. Got, got a little over our head there. Yeah, a little over. <laughs> um, and honestly, to have this women's national team is so important for not just – for just soccer all across, not just for women's soccer, but for men's soccer too. Because with Americans watching, uh, if it's on in the restaurant, if it's on in 
and inspiring young boys and girls to go out there and play soccer, to go out there and maybe play for the women's national team one day because these our heroes can do it. They And when they play in the World Cup, they become heroes. So honestly, great for soccer culture in the U.S. Absolutely beautiful for soccer culture in the U.S. And talking about soccer culture in the U.S., we got we got some MLS stuff. We got some MLS action going on. Let us know, Ray. What's going on in the MLS? MLS right now it's the end of the season. Actually, they're coming to their final game before the playoffs. Talking about playoffs. Talking about playoffs. Playoffs. The playoffs. <laughs> and you gotta understand, this year DC United is the team to watch, and I'll tell you why. Who's 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 that main man? Who's that main man? We're getting there. there. We're getting there. Okay, okay. Come this year, DC United had some young had some young guys, some American talent. They had some foreign stars, who were like popular in their South American countries. Now they're on the team, they're young, they're building. But they really not they're not accomplishing anything. They look around, they see who can we who can we take from Europe and help to build our team. And they see, oh, Wayne Rooney. Not doing so well in Everton right now. Doesn't really want to be there. Let's see if we can snatch him. They snatch Wayne Rooney. Comes to America. Like, okay, his career's over. Ha ha ha. It's a show. Then guess what? He takes the team on his back. Literally, there are these plays wow. where he runs back the entire field that went viral. He ran back the entire way, uh, slide tackled. That was one of the goal. best things ever. You see him just sprinting, sprinting to get the ball. And he does that slide tackle. Slide tackle, takes, saves a goal. Takes it off the man. Takes Stands it, up. Because the goalie was there for the corner kick to go. Yeah, to yeah, go yeah. Try to it would have been a sure goal. Sure goal, wide open, open Takes net. it off the man, turns around, looks up, lofts a beauty in the box. Absolute beauty. And it's a game-tying goal. This li- the little the little winger runs up and heads it into the corner. The whole stadium went crazy. That was and Wayne, Wayne Rooney. Rooney was out. he people are, people are criticizing him. He lost a step. He did this. He did he that. Was, he was he huffing w- and puffing. He was huffing and puffing, but he did it. That shows his heart. His End sh- of the his game. His heart was in the game. He's not here for the money. He's not here for the fame. He's here to play the game. And the that's beautiful what we, game. The beautiful game. That's what we love to see. So Wayne Rooney and and that free kick he had recently, yeah, he's he's been tearing it up. They recently made the playoffs, a team that had no chance. They're at the bottom of the of their their conference. Yeah, and they now they made the playoffs. And uh, another big game to watch this week: New York Red Bulls and Atlanta United. They're not playing each other, but New York Red Bulls are within a point of getting the supporter shield. For those of you who don't know, supporter shield is how soccer should be played. That is when you win the league. And have the most points in the entire MLS, you get the supporter shield. That's symbolic before the playoffs. So, New York Rebels, one point behind Atlanta United, coming down to the last game. If Atlanta United loses, Rebels tie, Rebels win the league. If Atlanta United loses, Rebels win, Rebels win the league. If Atlanta United ties and Rebels win, Rebels win the league. We'll see what happens. Big, big action as we head to the MLS playoffs. More to come. Definitely, it's really good to see soccer soccer growing here. And although uh, old players are coming to to the U.S., they're playing well, and they're still kind of in the they're they're playing well. And it's not just like a and retirement th- league. And yeah, it's they're not they're not the old ones. Zlatan Ibrahimovic, Wayne Rooney, and I will say Zlatan is getting some looks from Real Madrid. They need goals. And they're Zlatan get, they're is getting still playing well. yeah yeah. So guys guys are coming to the MLS right now, and they're realizing they're getting global attention. It's mm-hmm. great for the sport. Great for the sport and. And on the women's side of it too, the National Women's Soccer League (NWSL) has been around for for th- around three years or three or four years, and they're keeping that continuity because other leagues, other women's leagues, have folded because of like uh, like bankruptcy issues, and so it's not profitable. But it's staying, and so this is showing that soccer soccer is taking root. This is good going forward for for kids across America, for the national teams, for MLS. It's uh, amazing. When when your when your internal leagues are having success, 
means your national team is going to have success, and that's what we want to see. That's what we want to see in the future. 2026 is coming home. It's coming home. That 2026 World Cup expanded Canada, Mexico, U.S. U.S. home field advantage would be incredible if they can. And, and as we saw with this World Cup where Russia beat Spain, anything can happen in the World Cup, especially when a team has home field of advantage. Take us a little more local now. Yeah, so we're going to go. We're gonna stay up here in the we're upper go- valley of Hanover, right here, standing from down our— Down the block. Down the block, because third floor Robinson right here. We're broadcasting the world, but we got to tell them. we got to shout out Hanover, the Dartmouth soccer team. They've been playing okay. New coach, they're still adjusting, but uh, they've got heart. They, last three games, they beat Penn 3-1. They tied 0-0 in double OT, and they lost 1-0 to Columbia OT. They're, they're, they got heart. They're, they keep fighting. Big tilt this weekend. Homecoming against Harvard uh, at Harvard. 4 p.m. So if you're if you're on campus here, Hanover, if you're coming up from Harvard, come 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 through the soccer game. Come Watch through. the boys play. You represent gotta, you represent Big Green. Exactly. All right. So stop a time. This is our radio show. We are on live Dartmouth Radio. Use the TuneIn app, and we're on from seven to eight. We have a website, and the works. And in, in the works. So we're on from seven to eight every Wednesday night. But we're looking to expand. Okay. So if you like our stuff, uh, you can tune into the radio show. But also, we're gonna be put, we're gonna be putting on a website soon, hopefully within the next few days or, or maybe a week. Um, so we'll we'll let you know about that soon. But right now we have a Twitter up. The Twitter name is is Stoppage Time, and so we're gonna be we're gonna be covering lots of wide ranging things. And also we have an Instagram Instagram display name. Uh, the username is Stoppage Time underscore ninety. So if you wanna follow us on on the social on the social, uh, we'll be getting some. We're getting some content out. Clout. In addition to the, to the website, which the website, it's not live yet, but it's going to be stoppagetime90.squarespace.com. So we're excited. We're going to be having uh, more having guests, s- more games. More guests, more games. On the website, we're going to hopefully post articles, maybe videos, blogs. We're looking to expand this, so make sure you, you keep in tune to stoppage time. Stoppage time. The game never stops. Game never stops. And for all of you out there, stoppage time is at the end of the ga- end of each half. T- clock doesn't stop ever in soccer, so the ref, to his discretion, adds time. And just as we, you never know when soccer is going to end. It's wild. It's crazy. It's fun. You ask any fan out there, I'm sure one of their best soccer memories happened during stoppage time. I'll say one of my best soccer memories was this weekend during stoppage time. Six minutes were added because of all the delays and all the gamesmanship, and Ross Barkley scores in the 96th minute for Chelsea two-two. Chelsea. So uh, we love stoppage time, and we t- thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, to this episode of Stoppage Time. Check us out on all of our all of our new media platforms and next Wednesday night, 7 to 8 p.m. This has been Stoppage Time. I'm Gavin Colbert. I'm Ray Londa. Keep loving the beautiful game. That's why we're here. Peace out. We'll see you next week.
for Africa. 